Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Months, and it's called Come On, Come On. And it's C apostrophe M O N. Come on, come on. M rated 110 minutes. Remarkable, sensitive work about tapping into your feelings and thoughts. Joaquin Phoenix plays Johnny, who, along with a few colleagues, is making a radio documentary. And they're, they're travelling between US cities, recording the views of children about the future as they see it, what's in store for them. Johnny and his sister Viv, played by Gabby Hoffman, fell out a year ago after the death of their mother. That was a very, very difficult time. Now, from a lonely hotel room in Detroit, Johnny picks up the phone and calls his sister in Los Angeles. And Viv is pleased to hear from him. She's now dealing with problems being experienced by her husband, Paul, portrayed by Scoot McNary, who is struggling psychologically. The pair has a highly intelligent, inquisitive and boisterous nine-year-old son whose name is Jesse. Woody Norman plays Jesse. Paul's in another city and his condition is worsening. Viv asks Johnny, her brother, to stay with Jesse while she tries to help her husband. Johnny has no idea what he signed up for. Jesse is highly observant creative and quirky and can talk the leg off a chair when he wants to. He continually challenges Johnny with his incisiveness, often catching him out. Jesse's quite taken by Johnny's gun microphone, headphones and recording equipment, which the youngster starts using. With Viv, with Viv still helping out Paul, work sees Johnny travel to New York and then New Orleans. And you guessed it, Jesse is in tow. Although they have fun together, looking after and out for Jesse is hardly straightforward. It was never going to be. Along the way, there's frustration, there's anger, and there's tears on both sides. It is shot, come on, come on, in evocative black and white, with the thoughts of children being interviewed peppered liberally throughout. It is deeply touching. It has an emotional resonance and there's relatable literary references also thrown into the mix for good measure i thought that the performances were wonderfully natural and luminous jackie absolutely what a what a stellar film i was totally enraptured by this film from the first frame right through i could i was totally engaged by this and yet it's such a slim story you know it proves that you don't need to have um you know violence and big stories to to make um to make things really connect with you and to express big things about the world and about people and about connections 
And there were so many layers to this film that just kind of gently snuck in there along the relationships between each of them and and the work with the radio going on, which brought the the other children into it. And yet that never that never solved the film or anything like that. It was just a gentle aside going along with his life. And I, I just like. Woody Norman, Woody Norman, the boy. Woody Norman, uh, amazing. Wow, wow. Absolutely spectacular um, child actor. He's not new to film, no. but he's only 11 years old. And you know, he's British, and mm. he came out with this American accent, and they said, well, where did you find this little American boy, you know? And um, he was able to master that. Yeah. I just was blown away by this film, really. It stay, it's going to stay with me for a long time. I agree. That's that's a really good description. Peter, Phoenix is massively talented. And, and I thought that Hoffman was just extraordinarily expressive as well. And, I mean, each is brilliant in their own right, aren't they? All three of them are excellent in their roles. This is a, such a beautifully observed film. And Mike Mills, who, who directed oh. this film, uh, has done such a great job. I mean, if, if I think one of his previous films, Beginners... Yes, uh, with uh, uh, Christopher Plummer and uh, Ewan McGregor about a, a father who comes out to his son. It, it's such an interesting way of looking at how families cope with challenges, and this is similarly observed in Come On, Come On. And this idea of uh, Phoenix as the roving journalist trying to get to the essence of what is the future, the life that's going to happen uh, in a very positive way by interviewing all these uh, young people. Um, uh, I found such a great story because it is a much more uplifting look at the, the future of America, uh, I think, is, is what is probably intended. And it's interesting to look at Woody Norman's character, too, because, yes, uh, Jackie pointed out very, very rightly he's British, but the character that he plays uh, is such a challenging one in itself. I, I sort of put him at the higher end of the spectrum, um, which meant that he would always be quite a difficult person to deal with in terms of socially uh, connecting with people, and we see that in the film. Uh, look, there's so much to admire uh, in this film. The, the characterizations are beautifully realised, and it's a very humanistic and positive film. I was very impressed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think it is, without question, one of those films that if you've never seen, and I, I really appeal to you, if you've never seen a black and white movie and you sort of say, oh, I want to stay away and because it's black and white, this this really could change your mind because I, I thought the cinematography by Robbie Ryan, he, he did Sorry We Missed You, which was a very gritty film and a very good one. He was just breathtaking in, in, in the pictures that he took. Great use of light and shade really well-constructing, illuminating aerials as well, Greg. Have you seen this one as well or not? Come on, come no, on. I haven't, no, I haven't yet. Seen it yet. Yeah, Jackie, that's one thing that really struck me, that the black and white, it, it, it would... And then I it dissolves into colour for those few flashbacks. I think, was it the flashbacks that went into colour? There were a few of those when, when the um, Jesse and his dad are playing... Together really? I can't remember that. Peter, did you? Yes, I think that was sort of like Super 8 uh, footage. Oh, whatever. was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I, would, I would just say in regard to what Peter just mentioned about Jesse as the boy, I didn't find him a difficult child. I certainly would say he's bright and challenging. Um, he's a smart kid and he's curious. And mm -hmm. I think that those uh, personality traits are not... 
are not difficult. It's part of being that age and growing up and being curious about the world and this man, this uncle you've been thrown together with. And that's another point, that it's not a, a father and son thing. Like some of it, um, I, I could see flashbacks to Boyhood, the film with the, you know, Ethan Hawke and uh, where that was filmed of uh, a coming of age film. But this was being the father and, uh, sorry, the boy and the uncle was a really interesting relationship. But I don't think Jesse was a, going to be a difficult child. He was simply but, but you've got, at that Jesse, curious age. But you've got, you've got to acknowledge that one of the things he said is he doesn't really have any friends. Because uh, you can imagine if he's, because there's a quirkiness to him. And I mean, he, he imagines things, right? I mean, kids have got imagination. But what but, kid doesn't? No, no, but the, uh, well, I don't think he's a, no, I, I do not see him as a normal nine-year-old. I think his intellect and so forth elevated him above an average nine-year-old. Peter, what did you think about that? Absolutely right. That's why I thought he was at the higher end of the spectrum, because his social uh, relationships were problematic. He found it difficult to read emotions sometimes and to understand uh, uh, other people, whereas the intellect is very strong and he would focus on particular things, such as the uh, book, the stories that he was so interested in about the future and about the world, etc. So he saw himself yeah. as an orphan. I mean, I, I think yes. you could mention that he, you know, and, and he took on the guise of an orphan talking to his mother and and at yeah. some point asked his uncle about that as well. Uh, look, the, the, I was totally absorbed as well, Jackie. I, I did not want to miss a word or a frame. And there's absolutely no question, I walked away from Come On, Come On, better off for having seen it. And we should mention, because it's a very unusual title, and I, I wondered, I was sitting through this, and, and wh wh where is that going to come from? It's 110 minutes, it's M-rated, and very close to the end, there are words uttered by Jesse that prompt the, the title. That's as I saw it anyway. There, I don't think yes. there was any other reference to it, was there, Peter? No, you're absolutely right. It happens near the end of the film. Hmm. So, look, let's I get us... I heard the director saying that he didn't have any particular reason for calling it that. Oh, got it. Okay. So, yeah, you have to draw a title. Mind you, in a sense, some movies' titles draw you in. I'm not right. sure that this one does. In fact, I, I, I almost think that it, it sort of downplays how good a film it is. And now, then it'd be a question of, well, what could you have called it? Would, would you have given it the name of the, the child or something of that nature? Well, that's, that's ultimately up to the director, I dare say, uh, in terms of putting a film together. Let's give a score out of 10. Let's start with you, Peter. Uh, I could have called it a love letter to America, actually, in the way it, uh, it explores um, a, a number of issues about the future and how things can move forward after, symbolically, a pandemic. Anyway, uh, look, I really enjoyed the film very much, 9 out of 10. Yeah, not at all surprising. Jackie, I, I suspect you might even go higher than that. Well, for me, the big difference in this film and others that we talk about so regularly, or you boys do and I watch is its originality. I haven't seen a film quite like this and I'll always mark it up higher for, you know, for the bravery of doing that for a director like that to bring this story to the screen and I'm definitely giving it 9 out of 10 as well. Mm, and I'm giving it an 8.5 out of 10. So, folks, do not miss it. Come on, come on. And it is well... It is still at Nova, or actually, Alex. It's at Nova and Thornbury and the Sun Theatre in Yarraville, just to lovely. let people know. Lovely. So, an uh, opportunity it, to see it. 
any other palace cinemas that it's in. I haven't uh, checked this morning, so I'm, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, check it out yourselves. Just put it into your search engine. Uh, we'll, we'll go into flicks.com.au and you'll be able to find, I dare say, a session. The- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.